um, have you on this wonderful day. Uh, if you are a visitor, a warm welcome to you. We're glad you're here uh, celebrating Christmas with us. Uh, our goal is to have a service that kind of sits under uh, an hour, so don't be worried about it. One hour long sermon now, it's going to we'll be all over shortly. Um, it's, it's good to meet expectations, isn't it? Um, we were asking the children questions for what they wanted for Christmas. And um, somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was Wyatt's suggestion or someone's suggestion to him, but he got the idea that I said, Wyatt, what do you want for Christmas? He said, jetpack. I want a jetpack for Christmas. And so I don't know if you've um, had to let your children down, down, down gently, um, had to let them know, but there's no jetpack coming for Christmas. Um, and I think it might have been connected to Sam putting the idea of a jetpack in his head. But um, he didn't get that, but um, it's good to meet expectations. Uh, it's been good to sing this morning. Um, we watched the movie Elf uh, last night on Christmas Eve. And as Buddy the Elf says, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. We love to sing. Um, and sad and sometimes having to wait another year to sing these songs. Um, the songs we sing are so rich with truth. Um, they're quite amazing with the lyrics they contain and the story they tell. And one of those songs, um, which is a bit peculiar, is Mary, Did You Know? You might be familiar with this song, Mary, Did You Know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you've delivered will soon deliver you. Now, I saw a meme sent from my sister-in-law last week where a guy had made a biblically correct list of everything that Mary did and did not know. And so, as the song goes on, here are the answers. No, yes, 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 no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, yes, no, no, you're welcome. That's what Mary knew. Well, Mary may not have known all the details of what this birth meant, but she did know something quite clearly. After all, an angel came and told her. So Mary, did you know? The answer would be yes. Yes, when the angel appeared, and then when my belly started growing, yes, I knew. And then when the shepherds came and, and, and they announced the news of what they saw, this, it's all being affirmed and confirmed. Luke, Luke 1, 31 to 33, we, we read it earlier. Angel came and said, Behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. You're having a baby, Mary. His name means the Lord is salvation. She knew. Mary knew what I think is starting to be forgotten in our society today. I saw a headline last week, or two weeks ago, in the Gold Coast Bulletin and said, 30 minutes of Bible reading, locals upset at religious carols event. As if the religious people have co-opted this thing called Christmas. Well, we ought to never forget what Mary knew. You see, one of the reasons we know about Christmas is because Luke, as I mentioned before, the writer of Luke's gospel has made an orderly account of the events of Jesus' birth and life and death and resurrection. Now, you would have spotted many nativity scenes over the past um, month or couple months. You've seen them in shopping centers. You've seen them in advertising. You maybe have one on your little dresser at home. 
And the funny thing with nativity scenes is um, we can kind of have this idea and we're almost tempted to think of Mary and Joseph just as characters in a story, as if a Netflix special is about to come out. In fact, they're, when they're real people, historical people, and it's, it's, it's their history. It's God coming into our history that the true meaning of Christmas is found and it is something that is true that we ought never forget. We ought never forget what Mary knew. We must not let our imaginations get carried away with all the magic of Christmas. And it is a magical time. The lights, the food, flying reindeer, fat Santa making it down thin chimneys, the whole thing's kind of magical. But rather, the biblical story says, take your imaginations to the reality of the baby in the manger, God entering our world. This is what Mary knew. This is what we ought not forget. And that's all I want to do and spend our time this morning is, is pondering these things that Mary knew. You see that verse in verse 19, it says, Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. I'm sure most mothers with newborns have had those early morning moments, the 1 a.m., the 3 a.m. moments, sitting, feeding their child, looking down at their little faces, imagining what kind of life they will live? What kind of life will this baby live when they grow up? Who will they be? But what did Mary see when she looked down at baby Jesus? What did she treasure and what did she consider? Perhaps per firstly, she, she, she treasured and pondered how this boy would be good news for all people. Back in verse 10, the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Now, most parents hope that the birth of their child would be cause for celebration. And Mary's no different. The birth of Jesus would, be, would bring great joy, but not just for some, but for all people, for any people who would see Jesus as their Savior. This is good news, isn't it? It's certainly not bad news. Christmas would be a lot awkward and awful if it was bad news of Jesus coming. This is a story of a God who loved his people, who, who came to rescue them, who, who entered into humanity. The, the center of the Christmas story is good news. It's not good advice. See, good advice would say, behave well, get on the nice list of God, and, and he will give you good things. Make sure you keep off the naughty list. That's just good advice. That's not good news. No, good news is that God has come through Jesus Christ. The good news is that God has come near to you. He's so good that he comes near to you in your mess, in your brokenness, in your fracturedness, in your fragility. And if he's come near to you in your mess, then it means you can go near to others in their mess. You can pass on the love of God and bring some of the magic of Christmas, the love of God to one another, since he has come near to us in love. I think these are the things that Mary's pondering in her heart. It says that Mary treasured them up that idea of treasured up is, is protecting and safeguarding, watching over. Um, parents, your children are going to have toys. And early on, when there's just one child, they enjoy the toy, they bring it out, they play with it, they put it away. But once you start to get two or three children, there's a safeguarding that begins to happen. This is, you bring out the toy, but you've got to kind of protect it from others who want to also come and maybe take this toy from you. Well, Mary's guarding it, protecting it. She's bringing it out. She's, she's looking down at this little child swaddled in a manger and she's looking past the 10 tiny fingers and she's looking past the 10 little toes 
and the eyes that are beginning to open, that it's embracing the kind of warm candlelight of the room, of the manger, of the stable. And what she sees beyond all that is a savior, just as the shepherds had announced. Front to you is born this day in the city of David, who is Christ the Lord, the hope of the world. And it's these things that she treasured up. It's these things that she saw as valuable. It's these things that she saw worthy of future contemplation, of consideration. She, the, the truths were kind of like a napkin. You, she kind of took it out, unfolded it, thought about it in her heart, and in her mind, put it back again, brought it back out, looked at it, read it, turned it over, considered it. What does this mean? He's Savior. This is the Messiah. This is my son. He will save the world. It's remarkable to just contemplate that God himself would be here amongst us, laying in a stable, laying in a manger. Lucy Shaw, in her beautiful poem, Mary's Song, says, Quiet he lies, whose vigor hurled the universe. He sleeps, whose eyelids have not closed before. Let your imaginations get taken away by the reality of Christmas. That the creator of the world came and took on creation's form. That the creator of the world would be cared for by creation to come and show you the world, what he was like. This is good news. It's not something to simply scroll past in social media, but it's to stop and to contemplate and to ponder. So Mary thinks, what will this mean for her, savior, her son? See, Mary would raise him. Mary would keep him alive. Mary would provide care for the Son of God. Then she would see him give his life in order to care for her. Mary would do what all mothers do and, and, and go to extraordinary lengths to make sure he's safe and looked after and provided for, to care for him, a helpless infant, tend to his needs, only to know that it was her needs and her helplessness that he would provide for one day to protect him from the dangers of the world, that that day would come when the roles would be reversed, when it would be Christ, her son, protecting her and preserving her life. So as she contemplated Jesus, I think we would be wise this morning to do the same, to, let, to not let our imaginations get carried away by the magic of Christmas, the glitz and the glamour, as joyful as they are, but rather just see them simply as signposts to the true, the radical, the fantastic news of God coming to dwell amongst us, coming to save his people from sin. And so as Mary contemplated what Jesus meant for her, we this morning invited to think, what would Jesus mean for you? What does Jesus mean for us? You see, Jesus was born as a savior. A savior from what? Well, a savior from sin. You probably feel the effects of sin in your life, whether or not you've used that word. You feel the fracturedness or the fragility in relationships, the way we relate to our one another, even relate to ourselves. There's a brokenness, a stress. See, the Bible says sin is, is what happens when we've left God out the picture of our lives and we've decided to kind of live by our own script, live on our own terms, in our own way. What we do is we end up replacing the worship of God, which we were created to do, but delight and joy, and we end up worshiping the stuff of this earth. Perhaps that's why this year in Australia, we're expected to spend $30 billion at Christmas time on stuff, 
30 billion. Nice stuff, but not stuff that will save. No, no, we need a saviour. The best way to spend our time and our attention is on Christ, considering this ultimate gift that he gave humanity, considering how he would give his very life on the cross to die for our sins, the ways that we've said to God, you're out the picture. God came into our picture. God came into our story to come and give his life. Friends, you need to know this morning that this baby, Jesus, grew up to become a man. And he died for our sins. And he rose again from the grave. And he ascended to heaven. And and listen, he is a ruler who won't seek to crush you, but rather care for you. He's a ruler who is mindful of the lowly shepherds, of the poor Joseph and Mary. And so he's attentive of ordinary people like us. You don't have to have an extraordinary life here this morning to know and experience the love of God. He's the ruler and he's the savior that we get to sing about and we get to think about this Christmas. And so this morning, let us just reflect on Christ. Let him be on your mind as you open gifts later on. Let you, your heart feast on him as you feast on food. Like Mary did, bring out the truths of who he is, unfold them and let it thrill your imagination. You'll be moved, I think, by the story of Jesus coming from heaven to identify with us, walk beside us, die for us, be raised for us. As you reflect on Christ, you'll probably get a renew uh, in, in your own a sense of awe and relationship with God. And this morning, if you're not in a relationship with God, come to Christ. Come adore on bended knee. Christ the son, the newborn king. This is what Mary knew. And because of God's word, we can know it too. And this Christmas, let us think about it. I pray that it fill all of us with great joy. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending your son into our world to save us. We rejoice in this gift of grace and This morning, we want to respond with thankfulness and open hearts. Would you fill us with joy and gratitude as we sing to you? As we contemplate what would life be like with you as Lord? Would you help all of us know our need for a Savior and know the joy of being saved by you? Help us to consider Christ and consider the gospel as we go about our day. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen.